Today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Don't let others track what you do. Anonymize yourself at expressvpn.com slash inside. Guys, welcome to the Inside Gaming Podcast, where we talk all about video games. We got a lot of news to hit this week, but first, the introductions. My name is Brian. I'm your host. Amir, go ahead and take it away, friend. Oh, uh, hey, it's Amir. How you doing? <laughs> What's up? Evan Campbell here at Darth Burrito. I'm ready to talk about PS5, but the biggest news this week is I got a haircut. I cut it myself. You did? Yeah. Ah. It's beautiful. Uh, That's it looks nice. really good, man. Thanks. Yeah, good. you did a nice. Yeah. All right. I think uh, like since your beard is bigger, it's like I'd even notice at first that your hair was just kind of going into your beard. That's the They're plan. Doing, like, you, some... you can't do too much right. at once because then the kids start crying and it's not good. <laughs> yeah, I have like yeah. full on COVID hair hasn't been cut. I don't know if my hair's been cut all year and <laughs> I got my driver's license renewed. So I had to take like a photo and like the, the, the long part and my beard, it just makes me look like a lunatic. Um, you should have worn an eye patch to the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Punished um, Gar. Let's talk about the PS5, guys. They tore it down. We got to see the innards today, uh, or this week. Uh, pretty impressive, I thought. Uh, especially, I've never heard this much talk about cooling when it comes to a console, but everybody's been super impressed. Uh, the heat sink on that thing is massive. The fan is huge. Um, what did you guys think overall? I I, I don't know. It, it, this is where I think consoles can kind of shine, just or, or at least it's interesting just to see how they fit all the parts together. Whereas, you know, like with a PC, it's just kind of a big box. You know, it can be kind of a mess. But th- these, these are very sort of specifically engineered, and it's cool to see inside. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we've ever seen anything like this in history where a company did its own teardown, at least not for consoles. Is like, that true? Was, yeah, I don't remember this. Yeah. Like, I, I, yeah, it's usually I don't like remember. other YouTube channels doing it. Yeah. yeah. It's usually like the tech YouTubers do it. I mean, even Xbox, they gave their consoles out early to like Digital Foundry and stuff for them to do it. Yeah. Right. So it's right. really, really cool to see this. This is the kind of stuff I love. I wish they would have shown it off like months sooner, or at least when that conversation was going off with, with the Xbox stuff. So they could have went like toe to toe in a fun way, but you know, whatever. It's it's still really, really cool that we got this. It's cool that the whole thing is just in Japanese. They're like, we know who this is for. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. super I don't fun. Know, I, feel, I feel like it's a little late to do a teardown because I feel yeah. like we're, we're gonna get it in like a month anyway. So it's like, I, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's cool to see like the guts of this thing, but yeah. at the same time, I don't know. It, it's like, one thing that kind of worried me, like when he took the little flaps off or whatever you want to call it, I was like, how, how thin are those? Because they look very like easy to come off. Do you know what I mean? Like it looks, I don't want to say cheap, but like it looks. Uh, <laughs> the flaps, little... the, big, the big white wings. Yeah, yeah. Just the way he popped it off and just how it looks. It just, it doesn't look complete. I don't know if that it, makes sense. It did. No, it did come off easier than I'd expect. I, yeah. I guess because there's such a. There's such a visual and striking part of the design, and it's like either you love them or you hate them. But yeah, they just kind of snapped right off, which yeah. kind of got me wondering why are they even there? It's just <laughs> is it, so it's just like a decorative thing, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't know any other part of it, and uh, the you know the inner console has kind of a weird curved design. Um, yeah. I mean, the cool thing is you can get like custom. Um, 
you can get like custom. You, you know, can get custom pieces. Is what everybody. Those started. are coming. Yeah, I, I think, it's not guaranteed, but those are definitely right. Certainly, yeah. I think that's. I think that's the point of it. I think the point of it is just to have them like be interchangeable. Yeah. Um, just yeah. so you can, because I mean the the uh, previous consoles weren't exactly interchangeable as far as like aesthetics goes. No, I think no. like the last one was a 360, right? Because Xbox One. I mean, you could get like third party skins, but the 360 you could do like face plates and stuff. Um, yeah, people kind of mess around with their switches and and like the 3DS. Yeah. People did a lot of kind of swapping and customizing and oh, yeah. stuff like that. Custom but, controllers and custom switch like paint paint jobs and stuff have just been on point. Like I yeah. just see some really yeah. cool ones every once in a while. I mean, before they even had like Animal Crossing versions of switches people doing their own versions of that, like painting like really cool repeating patterns and stuff with like Animal Crossing items on them. And I don't know, like, yeah. So I guess in some extent, maybe we're about to get a lot of really bad, like branded PS5. <laughs> oh, PS5. definitely. There was not. so many yeah. bad 360 ones, you know, I can't yeah. imagine. Uh, I, like maybe you get a Chex Quest one, I don't know. <laughs> just stovetop bad. stuffing branded PS5. <laughs> Macaroni. Let's <laughs> port that one. Yeah. <laughs> Hamburger so. Helper. <laughs> um what what do you guys think of those face plates i mean do you they don't bother me really i mean i don't i don't i'm not one to really care what it looks like i guess so it's fine it is weird how the, it needs the stand to you know it, it can't lie down on its own it can't really stand up on its own so it, <laughs> yeah. it does feel that that part feels a little like a toddler a little clunky it's just a little yeah. drunk yeah go home <laughs> ps5 yeah yeah uh, I, I mean, I, ahead, I like it. I like it. Like, just like you know, on a surface, I like how it looks. I do. I do really like the look of the PS5, uh, just because it's like different. You know what I mean? Uh, especially with those flaps. But I mean, like I said, it's just like when he took them off, I started to get a bit worried. I'm like, uh, I don't. I feel like I'm gonna like knock this thing or like bump it or because it's it's massive. This thing is huge. And I feel like having it on your entertainment center, if you're like going to plug something in, am I going to like elbow this thing and the flaps are just going to go flying like yeah. across my living room? <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> I don't know. Right. I'm a bit worried, but I do. I do like that. You can set it like horizontal. I was a bit worried because I didn't want it to be vertical like that. I just prefer my consoles to be horizontal, especially considering yeah, how too. massive it is. Yeah. 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 Vertical to me so just always feels like shelf. you're tempting fate and that it's going yeah. to <laughs> exactly. fall over. Yeah. I, I want it down. Oh, I'm gonna especially you guys with kids. I feel like you know oh, yeah. your kids just run up and smack it down really quick. I mean, that's just a learning opportunity, really. I'm definitely yeah. gonna. I'm definitely going vertical with mine. Actually, I wish that the flaps you could like fold them down like a like a Star Fox R wing, and you could just put oh. it into battle mode for like extra cooling or something. Yeah, just flap them down, like, that'd, be, that'd be cool. <laughs> be sick. The only, I, I I have an OG Switch. It is it has taken a. It has taken like big falls onto like hard floors at least three times from like high up, like, you know, wow. maybe six feet up. I have to, and it's, it's survived like the Joy Cons kind of shield it because it always lands on a corner. So it's going to hit yeah. the Joy Con and not the, you know, not the brain, you know, CPU part of it. Right. But I feel like one of these, if you breathe on them wrong, they just look, especially, yeah, that PS5, it just looked a little delicate to me. It'll yeah. be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. It's got those two layers of insulation in there. Like, nice and quiet. It's going to be all right. A big ass fan. Cool. I'm yeah. ready for it. That yeah. that intake, though, that thing is huge. Oh, the heat. Oh, yeah. It looked like, I, I don't know, something you would put on a hot rod or something. Y yeah. <laughs> 
that literally it looks like a car part. A lot yeah, of stuff looks like car parts. <laughs> it kind of looks like it really <laughs> did. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, super it, uh, sorry, go ahead, Evan. I was just gonna say it's just super fun, like seeing the, all the pieces splayed out on the desk. Uh, yeah. like that and just being like this is our console just like whoa that that's really cool yeah i love there was that a stuff. tweet i loved yeah. about that somebody tweeted when you buy your ps5 at ikea showing it all <laughs> so you know like you yeah. gotta assemble it yourself yeah yeah uh, yeah that so was that really one. fun yeah i i don't remember either that y- y'all brought up a good point i i don't remember anyone doing a teardown like this just on their own but maybe that's just they want to just like control the narrative a little bit or just kind of, okay, we did a tear. Well, we're going to, we're going to do the tear down. We're not yeah. going to let you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously once, once they get out in the wild, people are going to tear it down. I think that was a big yeah. criticism they had too, right after the, they did the, we did a story about the Japanese reviewers having access to those consoles in a really controlled yeah. environment to PS5s. Mm-hmm. And you know, that, that, that kind of, I mean, that video came out too fast for it to be a reaction. I feel like like a long video like that, it takes at least a day or two to cut it together, depending right, on right. You yeah. know, the processes that they're, they're under and, and who's available to do it or whatever. A massive company, I'm sure they have access to editors and cameras or whatever in production, but to, to do the shoot and then to like get everything edited and publishing and everything, it seemed like a little fast for to be a reactionary video to, yes. to people claiming like, oh, you know, sure, Japanese reviewers got them, but in a controlled environment. So it might yeah. be part of their marketing lead up and ramp up. And we talked about this, I think, last week, just in terms of Microsoft's ability to kind of control the narrative and the message around their new box, which PlayStation, you know, I, I feel like in their case, they, they don't have as much support in that way. Like, I've always heard this weird stuff about Sony marketing, even with their first party exclusives sometimes. Like, I remember running into some Naughty Dog devs were like, yeah, Uncharted 2 is about to come out. We've barely got like any marketing for it at least not in the same way that like god of war got or something and maybe right. because yeah. it was unproven right. at that time but they were a first party exclusive so i think like this might be something that sony kind of struggles with some i think they're either hit or miss like they either really knock it out of the park but in terms of uh like for the ps4 for example the narrative leading up when they had like adam boys and yoshida like trading like doing the transferring thing and like the also the like this is how you share games on ps4 stuff like all of that oh, those yeah. marketing beats i think are really important yeah. because otherwise people just kind of run away with their own narratives and when you don't say anything yeah. the yes. conversation is, yeah. is generally taken up by the audience and people like us right who just we only talk about the stuff the news that's reported so if we don't have any playstation stories it seems like we're being like super biased or whatever but i'd love to talk more about the playstation 5 i'm excited for ratchet and clank they haven't showed that game you know, since the Gamescom, and they, they showed primarily half of the same demo that they already showed. You know, so it's like, yeah, it's always give and take with that stuff. To, so to me, it felt like from a marketing perspective, it felt like they were trying to take a little of the attention away from Microsoft because I feel like Microsoft had just kind of once again pulled the attention back onto the uh, Series X. Um, so yeah, it, it seemed like it, it seems like they're both just trying these little jabs at each other to to shift that news cycle. Uh, yeah. away and at least I don't know I mean it, but it's also it's it's getting close to D-Day here I mean we're like uh, what a month D-Day. out a, a little over a month out yeah but, uh, it's almost and soon it will be less than 30 days away right like I keep waiting mm-hmm. for that because I write a lot of the YouTube descriptions and stuff so I'm always like is it a month yet is it can I say less yeah. than a month away yeah, yeah. yet but but it's coming the PS5 is so the 12th so yeah, yeah. so it's, it's, it's almost oh wow yeah. It's, it's crazy to think that all this stuff is about to happen like those and then cyberpunk, you know, it just went gold like that's about to come out. Uh, yeah. Just like all this like long awaited stuff. It's going to be I, I, I'll be interested to see the holiday like if people, you know, if people do go out and buy a new console like I'm wondering because it's like the economy is looking a little shaky again. Like there's not going to be another stimulus, you know, are people going to have money in their pockets? And I, I feel like 
a new console is one of the first purchases that people would decide against, at least like in the short term. I mean, maybe instead of maybe instead of a a new run of stimulus checks, what if we just get uh, next gen consoles? Next gen consoles, yes, (laughs) consoles. Just take our pick. Yeah, yeah. Everybody gets a PS Five. Sign (laughs) me up. You've got my vote. Whoever does that first. Yeah. Not really. I'm. I can buy my own PS Five. It's fine. Amir, are you buying new consoles at launch? You usually. Uh, probably not at launch. Uh, I might wait a bit. I mean, cause the thing is like, there's no game that I'm like immediately excited for, to be honest. Like I'm more excited about like the upscaled versions of games that I like. Uh, it's, it's weird. Cause I'm like, Oh cool. Cause I, I have a, I have like a base PS4, you know, I'm like running everything like the way they would have looked at the launch of the previous console. So like I'm more excited just to see like all the games that I've experienced like over the last however long, but in like 4K, like super you know pretty. Um, there's like yeah, there's really no games that I'm like immediately excited for that I like yeah, absolutely yeah. need the console launch. Like maybe Miles Morales. Uh, I mean, what else? What else is like a launch? There's Miles Morales, Ratchet and Clank. Uh, for for PS5 specifically, what else is there? Which is launch window. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank. I don't even think ha- oh. has a date yet. Do- it's uh, not Dark a Souls one. remaster. Oh, okay. Uh, Dark Souls. Are, yeah. yeah, that's probably I, the I big mean, one. Yeah, for me. yeah, my, yeah. My big release this year is just Cyberpunk. But like, I have a One X, and I feel like it's gonna run fine on that. Yeah. And I feel I like I feel like that's gonna get me through. You know. Yeah, and they're they're doing the free upgrade, right? So like, you could buy it on previous gen and then just throw it into your next gen console are they one of the ones that are doing like the yes i think so because that's that's like that's one thing uh for cyberpunk specifically is like i feel like i'm i would probably get an next gen console just to play cyberpunk and like it, you know the it's full fidelity or whatever you want to call it because obviously it's a very anticipated game and like I want to play it and I don't want to play it and have my, my PS4, you know, sounding like it's about to fly out of my room. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I feel like playing cyberpunk would be something that would, that would get me to, to get a next gen console. It'll be interesting to see how that works. I mean, I think the closest examples, every, you know, next gen consoles, release that happens we run into a similar situation but i think nintendo probably has the probably the best examples where you know uh both with twilight princess and with breath of the wild those are their like two big flagship titles at the launch of those consoles where you could play it on the previous generation and the next generation so now that like now that everybody is just going to kind of be here for that i wonder how the transition will be if the drought if like the new game console drought is actually going to be felt as hard because there's just so many more games to play i think that the i mean if we're staying focused on playstation 5 today the the playstation gold like classics uh where it's just all those ps4 classics i mean there's a couple of those games that i probably haven't played but geez that is such an awesome lineup and even if you went into each of those games and played like four hours of them that's still like 60 hours of uh, of playing you know like even if you don't finish them it's a lot of the only problem is i i I own all of them or most of them the the ones i care about i already own them so (laughs) it's like I mean, it is really cool that they're doing that, but at the same, because like, is it like how does that work? Is it just included in your uh, your PlayStation yeah. Plus? Yeah, if you have PS Plus on the PS Five, you'll get. I'm trying to think of something. I have not played Arkham Knight. Mm. Um, didn't play Days Gone. Didn't play Detroit. But Detroit's already been a PS Plus game. Detroit. Detroit's game. great. You should play Detroit. Uh, 
Yeah, the, I mean, a lot of these are like good game, but yeah, it's kind of like okay, but I've got all these. I, I think this is just definitely a response to Game Pass. If it had been Persona Five, the the Royale edition, that would have been sweet. Yeah, mm. I, I think um, I was joking with Connor in the last feature that we did. It didn't make it into the cut, but it was like everybody's super excited for next gen consoles. When as soon as everyone gets an Xbox Series X, the first thing they're going to play is Minecraft, probably. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm guilty of this too. Like, I love Minecraft, mm. and you know, it's an easy game to pick up and play with like my family, my brother, or whoever wants to to kind of like jump in and just kind of chill without having to, you know, invest a ton ton of money. It's going to be like twenty bucks or something. But it is still. Right. That game is still, yeah, you can play like a survival game or something like that. And yeah, just, just enjoy yourself. I, I do feel like for the Series X, especially you get Game Pass. I mean, you're set for, there's going to yeah. be, there's going to be something in there you haven't played and you'll, you know, you'll be fixed for, at least until, you know, something it's like Halo comes out or something like right. that. Yeah. And you're going to have Call of Duty, right? Like that's like, you're going to have, you're going to have these big AAA true. flagship titles. Cyberpunk. Like Cyberpunk yeah. and Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed probably. Um, Valhalla. See that, that's, that's the thing about that whole, uh, like the, like PlayStation's answer to the game. Cause game pass is awesome. Right. And I feel like if they even want to remotely compete, like, yeah, having your big titles from the previous gen is really cool, but like, is that going to be an ever evolving thing? Or are you going to keep adding to it? Is it just going to be 10 year old games? Like, you know, I feel like, like having those titles in this place that you can download them on the next gen console is awesome. But it, like, I feel like you have to, add to it you know what i mean like it has to be more recent games are you talking about with the ps5 yeah yeah because i mean it's like okay cool i'm gonna play mortal kombat x uh, when mortal kombat 11 is out you know like yeah it doesn't make any sense yeah 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 i feel like this feels like a one-shot deal that they're doing uh that's that's a total guess on my part but but i think sony i and and they've even said i i think like no, we're not going to put first run games like out. We're not going to do what Game Pass did. These games are too damn expensive. To <laughs> right, we're just yeah. not going to do that. <laughs> Which is fair. I mean, it, it, it's fair, but like Microsoft does it. But then again, Microsoft has a shit ton of money. So I think that maybe they probably don't have to worry about that. No, they can. Yeah, much. absolutely. They can afford to do that. There's I mean, also, yeah. We, yeah. we talk about that a lot. They're, they're so much bigger than Sony and Nintendo. There's also yeah. like a lot to be said about the structuring of how stuff like that works. It's not like somebody at a company one day can decide, oh, let's just do that Game Pass thing. It's like it has to go through so many <laughs> different committees and meetings and like the, the oh, counting yeah. department. And, and, oh, yeah. And, yeah, they can't just switch gears like that. So that so like basically somebody who's like in the PlayStation department is like, oh, crap. Like if we're I, I don't know if this is the case, but if they're like, oh, crap, we're like the Xbox is feeding us our lunch with this with Game Pass thing. What can we do? That's the closest thing. It's like, OK, PlayStation Classics. We'll get all the PlayStation 4 games. We'll put them on PS5 and let's do that. And it's a lot easier to push that through than to change the entire way yes. that your that your yeah. revenue structure our revenue model yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and and i think it's and you know th- these are games that are not that old they'll still look good you know they don't have to go like all out with the backwards compatibility like microsoft did they've already shown they don't have much of an interest in doing that and they so said there's 100 I, games coming. They said there's like 100 backwards compatible PlayStation classics, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think, yeah, the PS4. So I, I think they're going to try to get like, I think they're going to try to, not necessarily close, but just get to where when you buy a PS5 on day one, you'll have a bunch of stuff to play. Yeah. Even if it's you playing Monster Hunter again, you know, you'll, you'll have something. <laughs> and it does, it does work with discs, right? 
Oh yeah. Like I didn't imagine that. Okay, cool. I don't know. I, oh, the backwards compatibility aspect. Oh, I yeah. don't know. Well, I'm, good. I'm not sure about that. Because like that's that's one thing. Like, I I I could have. I'm pretty sure it does. Like because a lot of people were saying like, oh, if like why get a digital version if that that'll make my library like obsolete. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm pretty sure it does, but like. Man, like, I feel like it has to be completely backwards compatible, at least with the PS4. Yeah, at PS4 least. disc will work in PS5, obviously, as long as it's not the digital edition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. So that's good. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't see myself buying, like, if I'm going to buy one of those on day one, it would be the PS5. Um, but I don't know if I would buy that. Like, the Switch I bought on day one because I wanted to play Breath of the Wild, and I didn't want right. to dust off my Wii U. And <laughs> yeah. <play. laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it was the form factor, too, that was kind of cool. It's like, oh, I can play this game, but, like, on the go. Like, I use mine in handheld, like, almost all Exclusively, almost for me, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to have to wait. And that's kind of what I did with the PS4, too. I, I, I waited a while until it, like, built up a... You know, I, I think until yeah. there were like five games I wanted to play. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think with the Switch, I waited like, like a long, like probably like two years before I got oh, wow. one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Or I mean, that might be an exaggeration, but I know I waited like a long time. It's, and, it's uh, also like, hard. Like when it came out, I I just started at the no, or I was pretty. And there's kind of there's kind of this group. Uh, uh, hype that gets built up like we all wanted you know or it's like we all wanted to yeah. like play together in the office yeah and stuff. so it's like you don't want to be the one left out <laughs> yeah <laughs> no totally um so yeah so we talked about the japanese media got a hold of the ps5 they basically uh, just said it's super quiet right like they that was the main yeah, yeah the, the reviews i saw were sort of surprisingly shallow i mean they played <laughs> some games uh they liked the control but they didn't I, I didn't really read any i mean i'm reading translations but right. nobody really had anything super profound to say the the main thing yeah. was yeah it was super quiet it, it seemed the, the like cooling system was cool yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, it. it uh, I, I don't know. I, I think Sony's going to be fine. They they recently just came out with a uh, some uh, some group did a study to see like which next gen console are you going to buy. Like if you're going to buy one, uh, who are you going to get? Who are you going to buy? And most people said a PS5. Um, it was seventy two percent of next gen pre orders in the U S. Uh, those customers want chose a ps5 wow it was a study from market research company vgm okay. uh, and i guess they surveyed people who i don't know if they surveyed people who pre-ordered it's conducted in september using 511 u.s respondents 15 percent said they managed to successfully pre-order a next-gen console uh 72 percent went for within that group 72 percent went for the disc edition of the ps5 30 percent went for the series x 10% for PS5 digital and 8% for the Series S. I guess so, I'm not surprised entirely, right? I don't know. Yeah. We probably yeah. talked about it to death at, at this point, just in terms of obviously Xbox is allowing you to play a, a lot more ways than you have before. Um, right. Yeah. And with Game Pass and xCloud coming, I think people are like holding on to their PCs tightly. Just like, you're okay, buddy. Don't worry. You got a couple <laughs> more years left in you. Uh, yeah. Well, I remember, I remember Microsoft saying, specifically like a long time ago that they they weren't 
necessarily concerned with people getting on their console, but they just want people in their ecosystem, which right. I feel like they're going to succeed in doing that either oh, yeah. way. Yeah. Like, I feel like even if, if, if uh, the PS5 does outsell the Xbox, it doesn't matter because like a lot of people are playing on PC. A lot of people have Game Pass. Right, right. Uh, technically, they're still kind of playing on Xbox in like a, a weird, like by proxy, right? So, sure. Yeah. I, I, I think I, if I think you have it, a PC with Game matter. Pass, that's just fine with Microsoft. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think they're they're completely content with that because right. they're getting your money one way or the other. But it, and it also makes sense. I mean, given the PS4 did really, really, really well. I mean, it, it went over that hundred million units sold threshold, which is like all time great. That means you're up there with the it's Wii crazy. and the PS2, and all. so it's mm-hmm. like I not that I mean we kind of knew that, but I feel like low key it had like a really really great generation well it's also like the narrative switched so hard from 360 and this is the stuff i get excited about historically is seeing it because right now there's a lot of playstation 4 fans because a lot of people grew up playing playstation 4 or that's like their first major console that they really invested time and money into uh, Mm -hmm. games on their platform um so there's a lot of of like brand loyalty i guess i think it's a little bit more than just brand loyalty but I, i think before that was the 360 for a lot of people at least in the u.s it was like you couldn't go on any forums or message boards. Everybody knew the 360 was better than the PS3, which I think is debatable. Like, I love the PS3. I just played 360 more because that's where my friends list was, right? Um, 360 had better online. I felt like the yeah. multi-plats were better. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think it, it it was the high water mark. Yeah, the but they didn't have Metal Gear 4, man. They didn't have, like, you yeah. know, <laughs> they didn't. There's just, like, like Sony, again, just kind of knocked it out of the park with the exclusives in terms of, like, I don't know. People give Uncharted multiplayer a hard time, but I spend a lot of time playing Uncharted Two and Uncharted Three multiplayer. Like I love those games, like single player campaigns. Like in terms of like what's the better console, it's always just like a crapshoot of an argument, I guess. Uh, but I think like the narrative around the audience was just like it switched so hard to the PS4 camp when when yeah. it was a Don Matrick and everybody at the Xbox when they just screwed they up just that rollout, bonded so hard. Yeah. Yeah. They had like such a such a. I, I don't know if it was a lead, but I think they were definitely like neck and neck with Sony at that point. Yeah, it was like a uh, crowd I, favorite for sure. Right, and, and and then yeah, and then Sony just skunked them yeah. this generation, at least with the PS4. So yeah, I think and and you know again we've said this, but I I don't think Sony has put out a bad console. Uh, PS1, PS2 were great. PS3, I felt like I don't know if I would call it great, but it was very good. I, I didn't feel disappointed. PS4 was definitely great. I mean, the handhelds are a different story, but um, although I like the Vita, yeah, I, I, I think, Vita. <laughs> but I just think with Sony, I'm still left with that that feeling of uh, you're, they're not going to let me down. I'm not going to feel yeah. like I did when I got the Wii U or something. And it's like, man, there's just not a lot to play on this thing, which is like the worst feeling. But I, I, I feel like you're in pretty good hands. And I think Microsoft very smartly has shifted to, well, we're going to get more into streaming we're going to get more into services. We're going to do all this other stuff. And I, I think it's smart. Um, and, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see when the Bethesda when the Bethesda and all the their new studios start rolling out games. You know, yeah. I can totally see them making a really strong exclusives case at that point. It's not, it's not going to happen now, but four years from now, it, it could be a totally different. It probably, yeah, at. it probably will. Oh gosh, I just realized I said Dark Souls earlier instead of Demon Souls, and now everybody's going to destroy yeah. me in the comments. Oh no. <laughs> Get out of here, Cash. Yeah. Oh, see, <laughs> no game, just, man. here's my gamer badge, my gamer gun. Just, yeah. 
so yeah let's you. um let's move on and talk uh, uh speaking of nintendo we were mentioning the switch earlier and uh of course joy-con drift has been the the major achilles heel i i think i wrote in the script that it was the biggest hardware failure of this generation i think that's right i can't think of anything that's that's kind of come close besides for red ring of death mm. you mean and like compared for this to generation drift? though but compared oh, right. to like for the this... ps4 and the xbox one i don't think either of those have had like a major like something that can compete with joy-con drift oh not at all uh, not this generation i, I could have sworn there was something with ps4 Mm. I could have sworn. Red Ring of I Death mean, is still the champ. I mean, that will always be the yeah. champ. <laughs> I mean, there's also yeah. the, the during the PS3 at last generation, the PlayStation hack, I think, is like a monstrous. Yeah. No, the, but the yellow light of related. death. Yeah. The yellow, the yellow light, of light of death. That was but, the PS3. But yeah, but but Drift is uh, still, an, I, I don't think they fixed it. I mean, I don't, I don't know, like in terms of newer... Uh, I haven't noticed it on my Switch Lite, but I, I've gone through two sets of Joy-Cons on the, wow. my OG Switch. Um, and uh, there's a, a one of the firms that filed a class action suit is uh, basically asking for testimonials from people, like little short mm. videos that they can play. Uh, and, and they said uh, in their request for this, they said, uh, we're working on putting together a montage of video clips from Nintendo Switch owners such as yourself as a way to give voice to the Joy-Con drift issues you've experienced. This will be helpful to us in responding to Nintendo's arguments about how this isn't a real problem or hasn't caused anyone any inconvenience. Now, this is them quoting or paraphrasing Nintendo. So you have yeah. to consider the source here. This isn't yeah. Nintendo Direct and Nintendo has apologized uh, and, and they're fixing them for free. But it is interesting that, yeah, in court, though, they're, they seem to be arguing quite the opposite. Yeah, and I wonder how that discussion goes, because they're like, well, it's not a big problem, but we have a whole system in place for taking in the Joy-Cons and fixing them and sending them back to yeah. people. And then sometimes yeah. <laughs> people complain that they're still not fixed. So, you know, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Like, right. I yeah. don't know. It is a really weird situation. I think that title for the Daily was particularly hard to kind of hammer out, because like you said, it's paraphrasing not even just Nintendo, but Nintendo's lawyers, like which represent them legally, right? Like in an official capacity. Yes. Yeah. yeah. More official than you could possibly get. But it's it's yeah, and, and of course the prosecutor would have that angle because they're they're on that side. They have to defend. They have to say no. Like this is a huge problem. So even if the argument isn't even that, it, they would have to frame it as that. I guess that's to, right. It in court. Yeah. Right? Yes. yes. So it's just it's a wild thing to even conceive that that somebody would sit on a, like a in a court case and try to say like, hey, this major hardware defect is not a problem at all. Don't worry, we got it handled. I think what's particularly egregious about it is, like you said, they haven't made an effort to fix the root problem. Like, if they're still selling new switches that have drift, that's just like completely unacceptable. Because at this point, I don't know if it's new consoles that are experiencing drift or it's just like a right. backlog of old ones that people are sending. Exactly. Them. But right. like, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Amir. Well, I was I was just gonna say, I mean, it's kind of like you know, like when you have like a car, right? Like, let's say you buy a used car, it could be like twenty fourteen. Another car analogy. I don't know anything about cars. I don't know. I bring up another car analogy, but you know, like if you have like a you know like a twenty fourteen model, and like there's something wrong with the airbags that they discovered, and they'll like send out like recall notices, and you know they they do that kind of like retroactive like fixing this sort of thing so like still having these consoles with these issues out in the wild yeah it, it is uh it's not cool i mean i've never experienced <laughs> this but then again i i always use my pro controller so i never even really touch my joy cons 
um my switch is docked like all the time so yeah. I, I i guess i'm not super familiar with like how bad this issue is specifically like as far as like it affecting the actual uh like just you know, the the ability to actually play your games um without it being completely frustrating it's it's, it's super frustrating when it happens <laughs> it really is it, and it's um guys it's just so weird like haven't they figured out how to manufacture joysticks at this point like <laughs> you would think like, considering would how just, long they've been doing it for yeah and i think the deal is it like scrapes off the, some of the interior of the joy con and then that in, and then it, it mm. sort of builds up and it makes it think it's making a connection when it's not and so yeah it, your your character or your your aiming uh, reticle will move so it's, camera, it's yeah. very it's very frustrating um I even noticed it on an uh, Xbox One controller. But, oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. nothing to the degree of the Switch. I mean, it used to happen with, like, N64 controllers all the time, right? Yeah. But that's a different... That, that was my first thought. <laughs> yeah. I right. mean, that's a different situation. And, and I think... Oh, I didn't know it happened. I never I never experienced that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess... No. It, I don't know. I guess when you're younger, you just kind of beat the crap out of those those like hunks right. of yeah. plastic. I, I have yeah. I have a Nintendo 64 controller with the joystick. It's just it doesn't stay straight. Is it the floppy it one? The, yeah. Does it just like jiggle yeah. around if you shake the controller? <laughs> yeah. 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 I know exactly what you're talking about. That Too much Mario weirdest, Party for you, kid. The weirdest controller. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, it is frustrating that like the I think part of the the problem that they run into right is having enough space in those little tiny Joy Cons. But even mm-hmm. pro controllers experience drift. Is what I've read. Um, mine is fine. Like I've never had a, had a problem with. It. I don't use it too too much anymore. But I think it sucks. Like it just sucks. Like I, I wish that there was a more like forward facing approach from them to like just say like, hey, we're gonna fix this like in yeah, the next iteration. Yeah. But it seems yeah. like they're just holding on until like like Switch Pro comes out, right? This was rumored for next year, next year. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. Just like we're just gonna sell gonna as many sell of these as we can, Joy-Cons. and then if you want to fix it, buy a Switch Pro. Available, yeah, I, but that's I, the problem. Though. The Joy Cons like are expensive. They're eighty bucks, and yeah, yeah I feel like Nintendo's just kind of hoping it'll go away. But that's an eighty dollar replacement charge. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Well, for them, it's like an eighty million dollar like factory, right? Whatever absolutely. situation where they have to, right. to change the way that all of the switches are manufactured and the Joy Con parts are manufactured, I guess. But I, I'm curious how much harder it is to fix a Switch Lite than it is the, the actually just taking apart a Joy-Con and fixing the analog because you have to take the whole casing off. Right. I can't imagine right. that's as easy. No, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's it's a bummer. It is a bummer, and they need to fix it. Uh, it it's it, yeah, it's one of those things like Nintendo for all their. They're carefully crafted, just cuddly reputation. They can uh, be very anti-consumer at times. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, Case in point, the Mario 35th anniversary. Question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not a fan? <laughs> it's it. I just think the whole limited availability thing oh, is stupid. Oh, right, mm. right. Yeah, it's dumb. Um, all right, let's move on to another story. Genshin Impact. Uh, I don't know if y'all played it. I've been playing it on my phone pretty darn good. Really? On your phone? I didn't realize. Yeah, it, it works crazy well. on. I, I think I have an iPhone XR and XR, whatever you call it. But uh, it's like the controls are good. I mean, it's a full-fledged, you know, RPG. I, I say JRPG. It's made in China. So 
it's not really a CRPG. Yeah, yeah, anime RPG. <laughs> yeah, this um, is stands the, for censored. Uh, I didn't not to blow your story. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, no, you, you blew go. it. You blew the the, the story. <laughs> this is Wait. the game that's uh, Breath of the Wild with waifus, right? That's okay yes, to describe that's ex- it. That's okay. exactly what it is. Yeah, gotcha. And okay, and cool. uh, it's it's recently come out that they've censored. Uh, surprise, surprise! Can't say Hong Kong. Can't say Taiwan. Mm. Can't say Fallen God. Can't say weirdly, and you can't say like Putin, Stalin, or Hitler. What about like, Tiananmen Square? My favorite. Thing oh, I'm to sure just spam that's. Chat. I'm mm. sure that's. Yeah, how, yeah. Um, but you know, and and people were kind of, you know, this made the rounds this week, and then Daniel Ahmad pointed out, yeah, that's the law in China. They can't, you know, it, 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 there's a specific law about this. But weirdly, that doesn't apply to outside of China. Mm-hmm. But I guess they, you know, and sometimes developers there will make two versions. But I guess now they're like, oh, we'll just keep the keep the same version. For yeah, I mean, the American perspective, if you're like Americans making games, I don't think you usually think of and even movies and stuff too. Like you hardly would consider the rest of the world as like they kind of just get the the you make the thing and then they kind of just get the scraps. And if there's like a big, I know that there's a big argument about like the Chinese audience, but I feel like in terms of if I was like in China and making a game, I probably wouldn't think about the rest of the world until like right. my game was done, you know, or right. something yeah. like that. Like localization right. is a process. It's, it's a long process and it's kind of rigorous. So I think- Especially for a text heavy game like this. Yeah, yeah, and you either determine, you either decide like early on that you're gonna have it or you're not. So it's probably one of those things where like, I guess it's localized because you're playing it, right, Brian? So it's localized yeah. to the extent mm-hmm. that you could read things in English, but that they wouldn't make a new version to like uncensor things. I, I guess what I'm trying it's to say is like- It's yeah. localized, it's voice acted in English. Oh, yeah, wow. I mean, okay. it's, yeah, the whole, I mean, it's it's uh, it's a it's a full featured game, yeah. Yeah, so like- And it's free to play, that's why I'm like acting all amazed. I mean, it's, yeah, it's free to play with microtransactions. I mean, maybe there's even fear there. Like if your worldview is like, oh, we're gonna get in trouble with the government if we don't censor this stuff. And like even the the idea of like attempting to make another version that's for, like being in China and then you get also in trouble if you make a, a version just for Americans that that isn't censored. Is it worth that work? I get. I mean, for us, obviously, it is value, freedom, and free speech, and and like obviously, right. it's definitely worth that work. But it it's hard to consider to put yourself in someone else's shoes who lives in that right. world. And right. think about like how they would make decisions because it's obviously going to be different, but it sucks like just flat out that. Like, and, and this was a big project. Like there were reports that they spent like a hundred million dollars in this game, so they they could. Uh, this developer had to have some sort of investment. You know, I, I don't know who their their backers were. If this was like a Tencent or a Netties thing. I was going to say, is it? They're Tencent? trying to. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Chinese, they've been trying to kind of uh, go overseas with their mobile stuff. So this is like an example of that to try to get their games wider exposure just uh, beyond the Chinese market. And this is this is a I, I think this has probably been the biggest Chinese release ever. So uh, and it, it's it's good. The game is, I, I think, worth it, especially considering that it's free. But, yeah, it is a bummer and a, a reminder that, oh, yeah, there's a different set of rules uh there and not just there uh companies here will yeah bend over backwards to not offend china as we reported i mean blizzard you know uh uh, banning the hearthstone player call of duty this year pro hearthstone yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah all that stuff it's 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 weird that it comes up so often now i feel like you wouldn't get a lot of these stories and now it just seems like the floodgates are kind of open or maybe we're just becoming more aware of it because we've got a couple of big ones I i think 
Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's the case. I think we're just we're just realizing it now. All right, we will get to the questions in just a second. But first, guys, let's talk about our friends at ExpressVPN. They're back, baby. We love them. You should love them, too. You need a VPN, guys. It's, it's just something you need in your life. And why do you say that? You're like, Brian, why do I need a VPN? Well, when you use the bathroom, you always lock the door behind you, right? You don't want a random passerby looking in on you. No, that's weird. So why would you let people look in on you when you go online? Using the internet without ExpressVPN, it's just like going to the bathroom and not closing the door. You don't want to be an open door pooper, at least the internet equivalent of that. Uh, you know your ISP? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't, don't be that way, unless you really need to. Uh, but <laughs> did you know your ISP knows every single website you visit? They can sell that information to ad companies and tech giants who use that data to target you. ExpressVPN puts a stop to that, creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so your activity can't be seen by anyone. I use it on all my devices. ExpressVPN works on everything, phones, laptops, even routers. So even everyone who shares your Wi-Fi, they can be protected. Your neighbor who's stealing your Wi-Fi, they're protected by ExpressVPN. It's great, everybody wins. Uh, so if you're like me and you believe your online activity is your business, secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com slash sendnews, all one word, today. Use my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash sendnews, N-E-W-S, and you can get an extra three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash sendnews. And also, let's talk about a newer sponsor, but no less important, Keeps. So guys, so much of our identity is wrapped up in our hair, right? I think we can all agree your hair is important from how it feels after getting a fresh cut like Evan just got, the way it's perfectly styled before going out like a mirror, always perfectly styled, beautiful head of hair on a mirror. That's how we will get into our Thank 20s you. and 30s and start noticing, <laughs> I shouldn't say our when I talk about 20s and 30s, I'm long past that. But when you start <laughs> noticing your first sights of hair loss, it feels like you're gonna panic because nobody's ready to go bald. No, that's like not good. It's like, oh, I'm officially old now. I'm like Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Thankfully, now there's keeps. The simple and easy way to keep your hair. Did you get it? Did you know two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? That's a very young age to me. The best way to prevent it though, do something about it while you still have hair left. You used to have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. No, thanks to Keeps, you can visit a doctor online, get your hair loss medication delivered right to your home. They make it easy. They deliver your medication every three months. Say goodbye to pharmacy checkout lines and awkward doctor visits. You don't have to do that. They offer the generic versions of the only two FDA approved hair loss products out there. You may have tried them before, but probably not for this price. Keeps treatments typically take between four to six months to get results or to see results rather. So it's important, you gotta act fast. The so you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to Keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash send news to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's Keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash send news. And you'll get your first month of treatment for free. You can't beat that. And you got to do it now. Why you still got your hair? Don't, don't wait till you start blowing your feathers. You're going to be in trouble. Do it now. Thank you to Keeps. All right, 
Let's get to the questions. I'm the best right. part of the show. That's right. Uh, this is a good one. Um, uh, Devout Frenzy asks, do you think console sales will be hurt this year without in-person shopping due to COVID? I'm mainly talking about a parent coming into a store and talking with someone to determine which console to get. That conversation can't really happen when shopping online. Thoughts? Wow. Good yeah. question. Yeah, the, the, that's a good question. I feel like the this grandma, is, the stereotypical grandparent coming into GameStop and just asking, "What should I get?" The ultimate yes. new yeah. console hypothetical, which we hear about yes. all the time. People getting confused by brand names. Uh, you know, the whole that's deal. Right. I'm glad Amir, you're here with us today because you are an expert on all things yes. retail, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> do you think that I did you, work at GameStop? Do, do you do you think that there's a lot of sales, you know, uh, contributed to that by that by parents coming in looking for that next hot console, but they don't know what to buy? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. But at the same time, it's like it's gonna be kind of hard to get consoles anyway because I feel like a lot of people are buying them up uh, during this time. So I don't. It's kind of hard to say if if the lack of in-person shopping will affect it as opposed to just general demand. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Cause I feel like most people are buying stuff online anyway. Like people who would normally go to a store are they, they've become, I assume they become a little bit more apt in just doing research online and just like, Oh, I can go to Amazon and buy this console for little Jimmy. Like, I feel like it's probably not that hard, but I think it, I don't know. It might to an extent for like the the really uh, really old old grannies out there that are trying to surprise their their grandchildren. Sure, but Maybe. like COVID has probably Maybe trained today. a lot of parents and stuff too, right? Like people who didn't shop online as much before maybe are now. I mean, maybe people yeah. don't care. There's definitely a large demographic of people in the U.S. who just don't don't give a shit. But <laughs> right. Um, but I <laughs> and I think there is a like a larger, more responsible demographic as well that probably if they weren't so so hot on the online shopping and maybe they've they've they picked up a few new skills since then too yeah i think so i think that that's 100 percent the case because i know me i bought a lot of stuff online that i shouldn't have bought that i didn't really do a lot of online shopping before quarantine but uh <laughs> here we are so i i think uh, i think uh, little jimmy will get what he wants i mean getting year. that getting that toilet paper delivered to your house is the way to go Right, I, I, exactly. I, I've gotten my last, let's see, I think I got a PS4 off Amazon, didn't have a problem. Got a Switch off Amazon, didn't have a problem. I know people, I know some people uh, don't, you know, are like, no, we're not going to do that. Uh, but, uh, you know, or they'd rather go in and buy it, um, you know, in person, which I totally get. But yeah, I, I yeah. don't, I, I don't, I do think that's going to mess it up. Uh, just sort of somebody coming in and, and, it is, I don't know, if you're a shopper and, and you're older, I can totally, I mean, my dad does that all the time. He loves striking up a conversation with the salesperson and then just, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> he just loves to, I think older people just like doing that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a, you, like a lot more of a transaction that like emotional plus uh, physical transaction that happens, I guess, yeah. with that, that, that right. type of style. I think that the, that you brought up supply and demand is actually pretty interesting, too, because I think these first couple of months are just going to be a rat race to whoever can get yes. those pre-orders as fast as they can. It kind of already is. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. So if there's I, any left over <laughs> for these other <laughs> for these uh, for the, the retailers and it's just such an interesting time. Like it's so different than than any like console launch we've experienced before. You know, mostly yeah. because of COVID, uh, and it's like 
how many like actual hardware units are now, how many less have been allocated for retail based on that fact alone, just based on how many people right. are going to be online shopping and pre-ordering, pre-ordering online and all that. So I, I'm really curious to see what happens when the next wave of pre-orders hit. It's supposed to be soon, right? Because we've got, you know, consoles launching within the next, you know, a month or so. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm like, I'm waiting for that so I can try and snag a PS5 because um, I didn't get one in the first round. But it's it's definitely a question that I'm, I'm curious about. Honestly, I don't think it will be, I don't think it will affect it that much just because of how prevalent online shopping is now. Yeah. I think it'll hurt GameStop. Yes. For I, sure. Yes. I mean, yeah. they're, they're really, you know, uh, they have been looking forward to this for years, the next-gen consoles, because it's mm-hmm. like this is some of their last opportunities to have people coming into their stores and, you know, <laughs> picking up a new console before they completely Please. go under. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be. Uh, but I'm sure GameStop will be fully reopened and mask-free uh, next month. Oh, yeah. So you can be as dangerous as possible. Come on in, Gertrude. Right. <laughs> right. Um, Steve Allen asks, what do you think the next console generation is going to look like in three to four years' time? Game Pass 5G, PS5 Pro, 4K Switch. Well, the, the Switch Pro allegedly is going to be 4K or some some form of uh, Pro. Yeah. I'm, I'm holding like my breath. On, I mean, I'm not, I guess I'm not <laughs> yeah. holding my breath on that one. I think... I love yeah. this question just because new consoles, like the next console generation hasn't technically hit yet, but it's like, what does this look like in four or five years? I think that's super fun. He's asking, yeah, yeah. he's asking, I guess, what sort of generational refresh are they going to do? I yeah. That's what it seems like. Kind of like the, the we had the PS4, like the PS4 Pro, slim the, models, yeah. the whole thing. I, I think the cloud, I think that the cloud services uh, are, are going to be, um, a lot stronger than they are now. I, I think that'll, to me, that'll be the biggest noticeable difference. Uh, I don't know if Stadia will be around, but I'm sure xCloud will, uh, Amazon Luna. I, I, I just think they're going to be a few more big competitors in the field and, and they're going to be up and running in three to four years. And like, running a lot stronger do you think because yeah. of that like the new feature like on the back of the box selling point is going to be like what kind of wi-fi adapters inside of these boxes like do you think we get like an xbox series s plus and it's like with new and improved like ethernet connectivity or something? like the, the idea of being like two tower yeah to yeah. improve your internet connection as much as possible if you have like that would be great stuck in an apartment or something that doesn't have wired ethernet. right yeah maybe yeah, I, I mean, think. Yeah, I mean, even just the idea of a, of a Series S Plus is kind of exhausting to me. Um, I think like Nintendo will probably go about it right. There's always different SKUs, and they haven't, I guess, technically during the 3DS era, where like things got real confusing real fast with like new 3DS, 3DS Lite, right. 2DS, uh, and all of that. XL. Yeah, 3DS XL, new 3DS XL. The Switch. Yeah, the Switch needs a refresh. It though, does because it was it was underpowered when it released three three and a half years ago. <laughs> it's really yeah. underpowered now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's gonna. It, but it, with the new consoles coming out, it's just gonna make it look that much worse. True, and, and they've done okay by it, right? Like they usually tend to get by. Like I remember when Splatoon Two was a thing, and it's, it looks fine. Like it plays fine, obviously. 
Um, it doesn't. Yeah, they they've never I mean, like been huge into graphics, obviously. But, but, yeah. but there has to be some minimum bar. <laughs> just just for the ports, like at least for the ports. Because exactly. I feel like yes, like yes. for the Switch, I mean, the, the the first party titles, like they don't have to like look insanely realistic. You know, like right. I'm 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 okay with Mario looking like a you know <laughs> like a, a cartoon. Uh, but yeah, I mean if. if what was it the witcher that witcher looked 3, like complete yeah. ass on the switch like i feel like for ports like that they should definitely think about doing some kind of better anything just just to make it look a little bit better run a little bit better yeah. so the way there's actual like incentive for even playing these games on the yeah. go the switch yeah. pro is interesting too because there's two components there it's like what the the handheld and the the dock version right like that dock actually doesn't do too much like i think originally when we heard about it and the rumors were going um it seemed like you know that box was going to do a lot to like upgrade and upscale right and it does a little bit but it doesn't do like as much like it doesn't make the games like these incredible powerhouses right and oftentimes you're trading off frame rate for the resolution yeah i thought there was going to be some sort of magic inside that dock that that sort of did more than it really did (laughs) yeah it doesn't I, th- I think my brain has just tricked me that it does uh, all this <laughs> time. Because yeah. like, yeah. when I put it in, I'm like, oh, it looks so good. But I think it's because it's just bigger. <laughs> it's just on a bigger screen. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, th- I think the, the natural evolution of these next-gen consoles would definitely be slim versions. Um, at least yeah. I would hope yeah. so. Because yeah. I feel like, you know, with the PS5 and the, the Xbox Series, whatever, I feel like they're both <laughs> so big that you would need a slim version well, to, I mean... I'm so excited because what does a PS5 Slim even look like? Like they've just completely right. <laughs> blown up my expectation for what the well, next. Well, the cooling yeah. is such a big part of it. Yeah. so I don't know how slim. That's it true. Can get. Is it? Does That's it have true. like different shaped panels on the side? Is it? Yeah. Does it go back to the <laughs> like the sleek box style? It's I'm just so the panels. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. It'll. It, it, that is. I, I'm guessing they'll just well make a more powerful version. I mean, that's what you expect. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, the slim. I don't know. We'll see. I better get those retractable wings. Is all I'm saying. I want to make it. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I want mine. Like, yeah. I want my wings to sort of have some motion, like they slide over. <laughs> oh, that would be sick. Like they slide back and then, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a car opening or something. <laughs> right. That's what I wanted to look. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of that. Have them open the yeah. other way, and it'd be like a DeLorean. Yeah, like a friggin' yeah, exactly. Gull wing or something indoors. <laughs> That'd be cool. Steve Allen asks, have you played or experienced something in a video game that you've then gone and done in real life? I was one of those kids that played Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and then went out and got a skateboard. And more recently, I got myself a copy of the Cyberpunk 2020 tabletop game. Okay, cool. I I was worried he was going to say I got myself like a robotic arm or something. Oh, yeah. Saw Cyberpunk. That's a good question. Have I... Has a game inspired me to do stuff in real life? I feel like definitely when I've played like GTA and Assassin's Creed, like oh, particularly no. two in Brotherhood and then visited Europe for like the first time. I've only done it once, but uh, it's like, oh, yeah, Kill wow. People. These oh. structures look like this. <laughs> you know, so you start like just randomly killing people. Well, yeah, yeah also, you know, assassinations. <laughs> Right, <laughs> um, but yeah, with a hood. The, these buildings and stuff just look like this, and they like civilization has literally just built a city around all of this. It's wild, yeah. to see. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I played GTA Three for the first time and just being blown away because it was so cool at the time, and then like just sort of binging that game and then driving somewhere, like driving somewhere to go get something to eat, and it did mess with my driving a little bit. <laughs> 
not like I went up on a sidewalk or something. Right. But it just like I, it, 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 there was. A, that's the closest like. Uh, correlation oh saints row three and four does that for me like big time like i have to stop my brain from being like yo dude Mm. like slow down chill down yeah chill yeah Yeah. uh yeah not in like a dangerous way but like you definitely like makes you think about playing the game i'm sure there's other things i don't know i think the real weird one the one i was producing esports content is like the thing everybody wanted to always do was like take csgo players and have them go to like a real gun range and see if they could actually be oh, as accurate right i wonder right. if people i think somebody must have made that video by now i'm sure, I'm yeah. sure. Or, or like I'm having sure. real guitar players play guitar hero or rock band. Oh, that yeah. was a big thing for a while yeah um, i think i think for me uh because like I mean, I, my answer is probably very similar. Um, like I, I grew up playing a lot of Tony Hawk, a lot of Dave Mira freestyle BMX. Um, so I, that definitely got me into to skating and BMXing, uh, just from playing those games. Um, so yeah, that, that, that was, I mean, it got me to get more active. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. But aside from that, I mean, yeah, I would say those are like the main ones that actually like got me to go out and do something. Because like you're playing it, you're like, okay, I know how this works. I think yeah, I can go yeah, out yeah, and do yeah. a kickflip. I never oh. did a kickflip, but I tried. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say the Tony I ate Hawk shit a connection. bunch of times. Yeah, the Tony Hawk connection <laughs> is real. Like, yeah, we would used to play yeah. like Tony Hawk for like two hours at a time, and then just like go out and skate and just like not be able to do anything. <laughs> Just be like, oh, right. Right. it's fine. You get all hot and sweaty, and then you just go. Right, it's, it's you don't hot. need yeah. like years of practice in the game to make yeah. it work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's a rela- God, there's got to be something like that. Real. Oh, the, I I remember like on many occasions wanting to be able to read Japanese to oh, be able yeah. to play imports. Uh. Kind of not the same thing, but like <laughs> like a little bit. If I could just. Golly, if I could read it, I could play so many more JRPGs. That would be so fun. Yeah, yeah I definitely <laughs> took uh, like a like two semesters of Japanese in, in community college because of just like so many, like just playing so yes. many Japanese games. And yeah, like you right. do learn a lot. Like you, you can start to read if you're really adamant about it. But, you know, the thing about a second language and learning it when you're older is if you don't use it, you don't retain any of it at all. And, and yeah, That's if true. you're not like, and yeah, living like it's not like like in Texas, uh, uh, like learning Spanish is helpful because you're just like, you're so like, you know, we're close and there's a lot of Spanish speakers. And so you can get like, you can get some reps in, but Japanese is a whole different thing. Yeah. And then the other, oh, there's yeah. something you to just be... have to watch anime every day. Yeah. And there's definitely like a couple of those people in those classes too, of just like, oh yeah, we're here because of anime. And then there's, right. you know, international students as well who are learning their, their, it's a weird mix of people. And I think ultimately is what also made it hard because we're just know. hardcore weebs. Who, yeah, yeah, it's not that. It's just like everybody's kind of socially awkward anyway. And I mean, even right. I was, even in community. I still am, obviously, <laughs> for sure. Uh, so I don't know. It, it's something that you do have to have that conversational element. So if you don't have like family members or someone else who speaks that second language, it's really hard to like strike up that that connection where you're not like fear, don't have that fear of like constantly being judged or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, right. I did. I did. I have thought about getting some of those like language learning games and stuff, you know, where it's like, okay, well, maybe this will help me, you know, yeah. learn something, you know, but, but yeah, it's, it never gets past that. I should do that. You know, part. It never, it never makes that jump into actual reality. I'm waiting yeah. for your, your blog post in 15 years, Brian, when you do learn Japanese and then play all your favorite dragon quest games. 
and yes. just go full Tim <laughs> Rogers. That's that's one of the <laughs> things. And still to play, um, yeah, to play Ten, which is an MMO, but it's only and you can get it on the Switch. I downloaded it on my Switch. You just have to make a Japanese account. It's really easy. Yeah, um, but it's it's all in fucking Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't. I mean, you're you're just sort of running around like you know. Okay, I think this guy's clearly a weapon vendor, but I don't know. You know, <laughs> I don't know what I'm buying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just sold so me fifty like, wooden swords. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's cool that I'm playing this, but I'm like, I really feel like a foreigner in this game who should not be here. And there apparently there is a small community of like English speakers, but it's very very small. That's that's yeah. the weebest of the weebs. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, I think that is going to wrap it up for us. Uh, we hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you next week right here for the podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.